Have you wondered about living elsewhere in your retirement? Well, we have almost daily. No, it's not a simple decision, especially when two people are involved. Hi, this is Gil and Jean of Retire There, a podcast about retirement destinations. We live in Brooklyn, New York, having grown up and worked in this area of the country. We're hoping to relocate when we're both retired. For us, it's the weather, the chaos, the noise, and the yearning to be near nature and not within three feet of human beings. <laughs> That's right. In February 2020, we embarked on our journey to find that special place. We spent a week in Winter Park, Florida, which is beautiful, but something said it wasn't for us. As we were planning for the next trip, the pandemic arrived. Jean then gave birth. I gave birth? To this podcast. With so many baby boomers retiring, many must be relocating. Why not connect with and learn from them? Here's a little background about us. I'm Asian, born in Brazil, and grew up in Flatbush, Brooklyn. I'm an engineer turned attorney turned podcaster. I recently retired from a university career practicing higher education law. I love the academic environment, but it was time to do something else. I no longer have to set an alarm, drive in BQE traffic, or work with people who don't always share the same principles. Oh, did I just say that? <laughs> you bet I did. I traded all that in to binge crime dramas into the wee hours just a little bit to develop the podcast, to volunteer, practice metalsmithing, tackle our possessions. No regrets so far, Jane. I'm not Asian, and as Gil mentioned, I'm not retired. I'm just plain tired. Born and raised in Long Island, New York, a place I always wanted to leave. I'm a law librarian working in a court who loves his job, but we're retired by the time we select our ideal location. We will be speaking to folks from across the street to across the globe who have moved to their dream venues and more. So please stay tuned. And remember, if you know anyone who has moved anywhere for retirement, let us know. Thank you. Hey there. Today we'll be chatting with Jack and Pam O'Brien of the Villages, Florida. Yes, we're talking about the huge 55-plus active community located in Central Florida, 50 miles northwest of Orlando. The Villages was named by Forbes magazine as one of the best places to retire in 2022. The world's largest retirement community is famous but also infamous. So many people love the place, but there are some haters out there. We saw the 2020 documentary about the Villages called Some Kind of Heaven, and it paints a picture of quite an amazing place. Between 2010 and 2020, the Villages was the fastest growing metropolitan area in the United States, growing 39% from about 93,000 in 2010 to about 130,000 in 2020. The Villages covers an area of approximately 82 square miles, an area larger than Manhattan, and is expanding mostly to the south of the current community. The home prices range between 200,000 to over a million dollars. Listen to these figures, Gil. The Villages has over 140,000 residents, more than 71,000 households, over 60,000 golf carts, and some of them are pretty cool, 90 miles of golf cart paths, over 15,000 employees, over 2,400 organized clubs, including over 130 clubs specifically for singles, (laughs) more than 100 recreation centers, over 100 restaurants on property, 54 golf courses, around 200 pickleball courts, six dog parks, three movie theaters, a polo stadium, 
its own hospital, and a charter school for children of employees of the villages. Is that enough for you, Gil? Oh, I don't know. I (laughs) I would think that there'd be 20 movie theaters, but you know, okay. Now a little about our guests. Jack was born in Erie, Pennsylvania. He attended Syracuse University and Edinburgh University of Pennsylvania. He worked in radio from the ages of 16 to 25. Most of his career involved generating creative content and advertising and in creative strategic planning for client companies. Some highlights include creating JRO advertising, serving as president of Larson O'Brien Advertising and PR, creating the continuingarchitect.com, which provides the American Institute of Architects approved continuing professional education for architects, and it's accredited. And that's a feat. He then wrote The Roundabout Way, Stories from the Villages, in December 2021, a compilation of fictional short stories with the villages as the background. This year, he sold the continuingarchitect.edu to publishers of Architectural Products magazine before officially retiring. His interests include writing, art, and by the way, he is a juried member of Associated Artists of Pittsburgh sculpting and painting. He's also interested in tennis, gardening, travel, and languages. Jack is married to Pam Schmidt O'Brien, and it'll be 47 years in a few months. Congratulations, you guys. That's quite a feat. And they have three kids, Joshua, Michael, and Molly. Pam was born in Buffalo, New York. Our son just graduated SUNY Buffalo. (laughs) Well, I say just last year, last year and grew up in Erie, Pennsylvania. She graduated from McDowell High School and from Allegheny College in Meadville, Pennsylvania, where she earned a bachelor's in Spanish. She received a master's in English from Gannon University and was a member of the English faculty at the University of Pittsburgh for 19 years. Wow. She retired as an emeritus lecturer in 2018. While raising their three children, she also held a number of jobs, including vice president of a marketing firm, copy editor for a technical publishing company, a Spanish teacher, and writer. While Pam is retired, she still writes poetry, volunteers at the local library and the VA, has volunteered with Marion County, Florida, teaching English as a second language to immigrants, and with anti-poverty programs spearheaded by the ladies of her neighborhood and church. Good for you guys. She has published five books of poetry, and has been nominated for a Pushcart Prize. Pam enjoys writing, reading, spending time with her grandchildren, and traveling. So, Jack and Pam, welcome to the podcast. We are very excited to bring the villages to our audience. It's been a long waiting, huh, Gene? Yeah, we've tried to get a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of no's from the villages. I don't know why. <laughs> In oh, fact, we're glad we're glad to be here. Thank you. Yeah. In Thank fact, you. Jack, your book tells all. Well, we only have an hour or so, so let's get to it. How did you decide on the villages? I'll take that one. (laughs) (laughs) When we were getting ready to retire, we knew we wanted to move south. It's pretty cold in Erie and Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania in the winter. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So we visited 17 different places trying to figure out what was the best place to retire to. Nice. And we started up in Wrightsville Beach, North Carolina. We went all the way down around the coast of Florida, as far as New Orleans, Louisiana, up along the Gulf. The villages won our 
contest, hands down. Wow. Oh. And how long was that journey of checking out all these places? It, it was 10 years of spring break from teaching at Pitt. <laughs> we could get every spring break to a yeah. different area. And oh, that try was so it smart. That was so smart. Yeah. Wow. So the village is one hand down. What in particular caught your attention? I thought for, for us, it was that this was an active community. Mm-hmm. Uh, we looked at other places where there were people who were not in good health as the, the, the prevalent residents were not in good health. Okay. So it was more like a continuing care community where they, they needed uh, um, a higher level of personal care. Mm-hmm. But we saw people, as you point out, playing golf and pickleball and tennis. And, and um, that was more how we saw ourselves. And then to find out that there were all these uh, organizations for uh, exploring our existing interests and pursuing new interests, it's just fabulous. Now, your number of of organizations that you can join was around 2,400, I think. There are now over 3,000 clubs, social clubs, for everything from philosophy to cars. There's uh, drone flying. There's even a club called My Name is Elaine. That must have been a popular baby boomer name. Yeah, I guess. I mean, you, it, it's very simple to, you know, the membership qualifications are very simple. So if your name is Elaine, you can join. <laughs> that is so fun. Wow. So it's kind of like college, wouldn't you say, Pam? Yeah, it is. Would you also say that it's like spring break year round there? Not at all. <laughs> okay, good, good. Now, uh, those stories that have been in the book Leisureville and that you saw in that TV thing, we don't see any of that. Oh, that's <laughs> but interesting. We, what we see is a place where everybody is very friendly and wonderful neighbors because no one is from here. Nobody was born and raised in the villages. So when you retire here, you don't have that gap of, of trying to find your niche and fit in. Everybody's looking to try to fit in. We think that it's the people are friendly and kind, highly educated people with lots of different interests, and there's lots of space to do what your interest is. And most of the people we know are very involved in volunteering and giving back in some way. And it's ironic. Their slogan is America's friendliest hometown. Mm-hmm. It's nobody's hometown. <laughs> <laughs> it's a manufactured hometown. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. do they do not have a delivery room at the village's hospital. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting, okay. they do have a school. I was surprised about that. Well, it's one of the best schools in the state of Florida, and it goes from preschool through 12th grade. Very, very highly ranked. That's what draws people to want to work for the villages because they've got an amazing school system. They're about to build a village in the villages for the employees of the villages and put another charter school system down there. Oh my God, a village within the villages. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, in fact, that's, this is a good thing that you're, you're bringing up. What, what, how can you visualize what it's like here? Because it sounds like it's just wall-to-wall houses with very little differentiation yep. among them. But in fact, each neighborhood has its own character. You know, you can look around and you'll see a neighborhood and then another one 10 miles away and you'll recognize the similarities. But there are different age neighborhoods. So the trees are more mature in uh, some than others. So you get a different mm-hmm. look. 
Interesting. And the houses, uh, the design of the houses has changed over time too. So like our house is almost 15 years old. Um, we're the probably the third owner, mm-hmm. I think. To me, it looks very uh, contemporary, very recently built. It's excellent construction. That's another thing. They do a wonderful job building houses. You can literally drive for 10, 15 miles down the Florida Turnpike and not get out of sight of new construction of the villages. That's how much it's growing. Can I go back for a second to what you said about choosing it? A big issue for us was affordability. Where can we go and afford to live? Mm -hmm. And where can we go and fit in quickly? You know, I, I think when people think about retiring, if they're going to move away from where they live, they want to go to somewhere where they're where it's going to be okay for them, where right. it's not going to be a bunch of people who've been together their whole lives and sure. they don't exactly. have space there. So those were big considerations for us. Plus the infrastructure of volunteering, taking continuing education courses and having social events to go to was already in place. So we didn't have to go looking to create that. Yeah, Every neighborhood is set up with men's breakfasts and women's club activities and all kinds of things to do if you want so that it's there for you if that's what you Okay. Our neighbors are so great too. They, we have um, a little neighborhood card group that gets together and, and, and plays a game that they, they call Montana because the guy who taught it to them was from Montana. Nobody <laughs> knows what it's really we called. Don't, we have no yeah. idea. Yeah. It's very similar to a game called Pay Me that you might know. In any case, we get together at a different house, anywhere from 12 to 16 of us yeah. once a month. Wow. Play cards, then go home. Uh, the sidewalks roll up here about nine o'clock at night. Uh. And the reason for that is because it gets so hot later in the day that everyone likes to get an early start when it's cool and the, yeah. you know, there's a breeze and everything. So you kind of shift your day earlier so that you you aren't caught out in the sun trying to do lawn work or something. Right, right, right. <laughs> so let's talk about housing. How did you decide to go about choosing the particular neighborhood? Did you test out any site when you went down during your journey of searching? Yeah, it was very similar to the process that Pam described to choose the location. Mm-hmm. The numbers are of the houses that we looked at. It's just crazy. Do you remember how many? Yeah. We started out, we did it online, looking at houses oh. for sale in the villages. Once we knew we wanted the villages, okay. we looked online for houses. And then we came down for a week to go through those houses and pick out the one that was right for us. We kind of knew we didn't, what was going to be right for us was not going to be in the south end of the villages, which is where the people, we're in our early seventies and we Mm -hmm. retired at age 70 and came here. Okay. So for us, we didn't want to be with the 55 year olds to tell you Uh, the truth. We wanted uh, to be with people who've been here for a bit. Sure. Uh, sure. And that that works out better. So, you know, we had some good ideas coming down here of where we wanted to be, what kind of house we wanted, how many bedrooms, what kind of a layout. We had some, again, we had criteria for moving, but we had criteria for our home. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. We we wanted a separate kitchen. We wanted the guest rooms on the opposite side of the houses, our room. We had mm. some things we wanted to find. Okay. And we had no trouble. Houses here go on the market and frequently 
are sold without anybody going through them. They're sold on a video tour. The house across the street from us just sold to a fellow from New York, and he only saw it New Jersey. Well, what he said was, when he said, I'm from New York, and I said, what part of New York are you from? And he said, New Jersey. Those Jersey people. New Jersey's not New York. All right, all right, all right. We'll leave that later. Yeah, yeah. No, no, we're leaving that in. They're still embarrassed about that stadium over there in the the field there. Oh, it's a terrible stadium. But anyway. So for our audience, yeah, for our audience, can you share with us what the pricing structure is, what's available? and So on. So every village has anywhere from a hundred homes to maybe 400 homes. And that's your little village. There's a shopping center in it. That's why the town is called the villages. Mm -hmm. And if you want a villa, the prices are generally, I would say, now with the inflated market in two to three hundred thousand, what we got was a three bedroom two baths, 1,800 square foot house with a two-car garage. And in 2018, we paid 260000 for it. But right wow. now, it would sell for 450000 oh, Wow. So, well, wow. that's the real estate market. Yeah, yeah. 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 Florida's, Florida's gone crazy. I know. It's gone, I know. It's gone up and, so much. And yeah. we have a nice big yard mm-hmm. and a courtyard that's beautiful that we added on and with a fountain and... Um, I mean, when you buy here, it's a very different government structure and it's a very different than anywhere we've ever lived. But you own your property and then the villages takes care There's of no the area H- around it. There's no HOA. Oh, OK. okay. Really nice. There are deed restrictions and they're online and you can see. I mean, basically, they don't want you to do anything without telling the architecture committee what you have in mind. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And they have a palette of colors you can paint your house. They have, you know, when we wanted to do our courtyard, our landscaper submitted a drawing of what plants would go and where they'd go. And they said, fine. But these, yeah, so they're cooperative. Do you own the land? Yes. Yeah. Are you doing that? Okay. And yeah. so we can, we can sell our house at any point to a realtor for sale by owner or through the villages. Oh, okay. it, this is our house, but the town we live in is owned by a family. And oh. that is not made clear to people. There, a, a fella, I'm in the process of writing a, a little booklet about the history of the villages. So I've learned a lot of crazy things about how it got started. But this family that started the villages um, started with this little trailer park where they wanted to provide affordable retirement with free golf for life to ex-military. That was their main oh, goal wow. in the beginning. And now they've got 140,000 people and houses going like that whenever one comes up available to buy. Can you get a better deal if you buy an older house as opposed to a a newly built house? Yeah, you you can. A little bit? Um, A little bit? Yeah, definitely you can. There's a a section in the what they call the historic district, which is the oldest part of the villages. And there are houses in there that are probably a hundred and a half. Yeah, left over from the, when it was the trailer park. They're manufactured homes. Oh, okay. Ah. okay. Yeah. Still a few of those around. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. But they're oh. in great shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, there are people who are eagerly snapping those up because uh, it suits their uh, budget and it's a 
that, that neighborhood is really very pretty it's too. Gorgeous. Nice rec center up there. Yeah. And so and they still get all the same amenities as everybody else, right? Yeah. But this man, Mr. Schwartz, who started the villages, had at the very beginning, he set the whole thing up with maybe 40, 50 homes, and he built them a rec center, and he built a golf course on it. It just snowballed from there because it was that affordable retirement with things you could do. Every village has a pool, pickleball courts. It has shopping areas. It's 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 really adorable down here. It's just, okay. it, they call it Disney, Disney for adults. Yeah, yeah. So you mentioned that there were no HOA fees. Who takes care of the property areas? Well, there is an amenities fee. Okay. What's that? So the amenities fee pays for maintaining all the common areas. So about once every six weeks, we get new flowers planted at every intersection. At all the boulevards. At all the boulevards. That's nice. It maintains all the roads. Everything is mowed. You do not see trash anywhere. If an old limb falls out of a tree, it's gone in an hour or two. Wow. They've got people employed all over the place. They have a community watch program where people drive through the whole villages looking for anything weird, anything out of place. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And and they maintain all of the recreation centers, which have rooms for up to 100 people where where there's entertainment, where if your family comes to visit and you don't you can't fit them all in your house for dinner. Mm -hmm. You take a room for 20, 30 people, whatever you need. It's your kitchen. Oh, yeah, I mean, all of that stuff is yours. The pool. Okay. So that's, so, and a country club. They have these country clubs everywhere at the golf courses. How many are there? There are like 40 of them. I don't know. But you can eat. <laughs> it's affordable. Every, you're a member of every country. Club. Uh, you're a member of every oh. oh, so it's not like by selection. Right. Right. So the amenities fee is what? A monthly fee? $60 per household a month. Oh, that's not okay. bad. Okay. It's not okay. Bad. I think I did the math once and it was like 15, 17 million that they generate every month. Wow. Wow. So a lot of people, plenty Mm -hmm. of money to uh, keep the place looking good. I mean, every once in a while, somebody will have a a light pole Mm -hmm. because we have the roundabouts here. And the golf carts. carts. Oh my God. And uh, I was actually going to write a story that was based on the premise that everybody gets one free light pole. (laughs) (laughs) But, Are there uh, that many accidents? Um, it's a yeah. lot of old people. You've got a here. lot of really oh. bad drivers. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> those those yeah. roundabouts are crazy, too. Yeah, I know. Do you need a special license or can you keep driving with your regular license? Yeah, you've that? hit on something there. Uh, you know, no pun intended. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People, people who lose their driver's license uh, can get in their golf cart <laughs> and drive ah. that. Oh, then, but they're not called the legal carts, right? Because I because we just saw the street something. legal ones. Yeah, they're not street legal. There is a complete golf cart infrastructure here. So you can uh, get from one place to another anywhere in the villages. You can get gas, you can get groceries and use your golf cart for all of it. Okay. Uh, but the golf carts are all electric, right? Golf carts are electric. Uh, no, they have. Uh, in fact, the, the most uh, favored golf cart is the Yamaha Gas. Because oh. they figured out a way to make the um, the engine really quiet. The guys I heard talking about the other day, I don't have a golf cart. They were talking about it. They said, oh, yeah, that is the preferred golf cart because it's so quiet. It's got great fuel economy and you don't have battery problems. Interesting. So, yeah, batteries are expensive. Yeah. Okay. So you they guys are. have a regular car. 
We have two cars. Two cars. Yeah, so, two cars. So are you okay. looked down upon because you don't have a golf cart? <laughs> well, people ask. I, I explain it this way. We live <laughs> so in the funny. corner of the villages. Mm-hmm. Okay, We're in the very farthest, farthest point north and in a western corner. So my radius of travel in a golf cart would only be a quarter of the pie. Okay. If somebody else who has a golf cart and they live in the middle of the villages, they get to use it for the whole pie. (laughs) I can't can't do that. So, you know, there'll come a time, I think, when I get a golf cart. We we have a couple of grandsons (laughs) who are coming up to an age where they're going to take a look at his sports car and they're going to be saying, you know, Papa, you can take that off your hand. Oh, my God. What do you what do you have, Jack? I have a Pontiac Solstice. <laughs> so yeah, that's why that, he doesn't yeah. want to give it up for a golf yeah, cart. I yeah, get that. I totally get fun. that. Yeah, because we just saw this sh- this segment from CBS Saturday Morning from an old old segment. Yeah, yeah, and they said that there were so many golf carts and they were all electric. It's good for the environment. So we were wondering if people were still driving regular cars, or do you need a car? Can you just everything is so contained there? You can just walk to buy food, right? The groceries. Yes, we could. We could. Mm-hmm. Is it a walkable place? Would you say very oh, walkable? Yeah. And lots of nature trails if you want to walk those too. Okay. So are there any other costs other than, you know, you purchased a home, there's the amenities fee. What about how your other costs, electric, Wi-Fi, internet, and so forth? When we bought our house, Gil, they told us that your utilities and they do not deliver mail to the houses. There are these little post offices in every little neighborhood. There's a reason for it. They want the people out. They want to to know you're okay. That's one of their little checks. (laughs) Between the mail, the utilities, and the amenities fee, and, you know, everything, all all of that is about $900 a month. Oh, okay. Excellent. All in. So that's, that's a, we felt that was extremely reasonable. Very, very. Yeah. Okay. Very good. You mentioned that the, the golf was free for life. Is that still the case? There are no greens fees. Oh, okay. And you don't have to pay to join a club. <clears throat> but uh, Friday, for example, I'm going to play nine holes in the morning. Mm-hmm. I had to pay a small amount, I think $8 a month, to have access to the online system for reserving tea times. Okay. Oh. Which I'm very willing to do that because uh, yeah. uh, it may, it's so quick and easy. And yeah. they use all these algorithms to figure out how to put you on a course that you want. Sure. Interesting. At the time you want. The championship courses, they have... I think eight, I'm not sure of the number, championship courses, Mm -hmm. which are 18 hole. And those you pay if you want to play those. Like there's a Nancy Lopez course that she designed. There's an Arnold Palmer course that he designed for the village. Very cool. Yeah. Those you do pay for, but the regular nine, you know, nine holes, it's free. Mr. Schwartz would turn over in, well, he's actually buried below a fountain in the middle of the village. <laughs> but, so there's nowhere to turn over, but he would, uh, he would not be happy to know that okay. his vision right. for an affordable retirement was, was yeah. messed up. So, so they will have that so forever. They do charge you a dollar. If you take a pull cart on the nine hole courses Okay, and they charge 
the driver of the cart. So if you're a frequent golfer, you can pay a monthly amount for the ability to take a cart onto the course, your own cart. And now if I ride with a guy, I have to pay $4, which that's my share of the fee for riding the golf cart uh, on the mm-hmm. course. So they, these very mo- modest. Yeah. Those are all nothing. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. really nothing. And the courses are, are beautiful. We've got plenty of water here. So even on a hot summer, like we're having, they look really, really good for, um, you know, having been played every day, all day long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nice. Well, that's that's great. So it's for nine holes. It's basically free. Yes. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But with fifty-four golf courses, and I'm not a golfer, but we have audience members who are interested in relocating. And we to actually a, live two blocks from a golf course. Yeah. Believe yeah. it or not, in Brooklyn, and it's beautiful. So I love the beauty of the place. But yeah. we do have listeners who are interested in golf oriented facilities with 54 of them is it ever crowded to the point where you can't get onto the green well that's what the system does for you the oh, the algorithm the online system and mm-hmm. if you decide not to use the online system and you want to save the eight bucks a month mm-hmm. you can use a telephone call-in system and then you go through a menu tree pushing oh. buttons <laughs> so you, you know yeah. if you want the, the pelican course press three <laughs> oh, jeez. Truman course, press yeah. four, you know. Got it. Got you it. Work your way through it that way. And that's okay. free. Okay. But got it sounds it. like if you like golf, you're going you're gonna to pay the eight yeah, bucks a you're month pay. for right. the online right. system. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the cost of the uh, championship course is like $75. That's not bad for, now, for a great course. Yeah. Um, our neighborhood has a men's golf league, a women's golf league. And a nine and dine Monday night co-ed golf league. <laughs> nine and nine. Several of them just go off two in groups other times of the week. And I have never heard, I don't play golf either, yeah. um, Gil, but I've never <laughs> heard anyone say that they couldn't get on the course. Yeah, yeah. I'll bet. I'll bet. Okay. You know, I mean, because for, for so many people, it they live to play, you know, yeah, so do. it's important. Well, it's we have important. neighbors who play every day of the week. Yeah. Every wow. day. Yeah, wow. I, I'll yeah. never understand that. <laughs> well, that's the beauty of living there. You can do yeah, whatever you want. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. All right, now let's move on to healthcare. Are there, uh, is there a problem getting a doctor there? Is a long wait? I know there's a hospital in, in the villages. Um, what would you say that the healthcare is like in the villages overall? Well, they saved my life, so oh. I'm, I'm wow. pretty happy. Oh, yeah, you had COVID, right, in the beginning? I, I had COVID in uh, January of 2020. The first year of COVID yeah, when the vaccine was okay. Yeah, I caught it. We went to an urgent care because who knows, you know, what it is. And, right. and they said, well, we'll give you a test and we'll do an x-ray and we'll give you at the time, I think they were giving uh, an antibiotic, a prednisone Whoa. and something else, zinc, zinc. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I uh, said, so, okay. So um, in two weeks, I still had symptoms and they were a lot worse. I mean, uh-huh. I was, uh, I had chills and the fever. My, my blood oxygen level was so low that the thing you put on your finger wouldn't yep, show yep. any reading. Oh my goodness. <gasps> oh my God. One morning I packed all my stuff up without saying anything to Pam. And when I was done, I turned to her and I said, you need to call an ambulance. It showed up here right away, which is another good thing. The County has an excellent uh, relationship with the villages. They have a uh, fire and, and ambulance services and uh, yeah. And they showed up and they put me on oxygen right away. And um I was in the hospital for eight days Mm -hmm. Wow! on oxygen. 
Oh my no, goodness. Uh, ventilator. And eight days late and 28 pounds less. Wow. In eight days. Yeah. <laughs> I came home. Uh, just a couple things. His doctor was in that hospital with him every single day. Yeah. The, and this is early on in COVID. And his doctor called me at home every single night to tell me how he was doing. Oh, that is so nice. wonderful. Oh my so, God. And yeah. so did the nurses. They said I was adorable. Yes, they did. They said I was adorable. <laughs> but but we were very this was probably the thing we were the most worried about coming down here. Yeah. What's gonna happen with 150,000 old people needing health care because we're everybody needs health care yeah. as they get yeah. older. Sure. And how is this gonna go? And I we were leaving Pittsburgh because I worked for Pitt. Right. We were in the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center healthcare program for years and years, which is ex- an excellent yeah, program. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And so we were very, very concerned. We're going to get down there. There's going to be no doctors. There's not going to be any healthcare. The hospitals are going to be a mess. And we'll be in line for six months for anything. Yeah. It has not been like that at all. Wow. And we have been very impressed with the quality of care. I think I've got the best dentist I've ever had in my life. Wow. They're really good. They're on they're on top of it. The first time we visited the villages was in 2009, I think. We just were pretty much ready to cross it off our list because we weren't seeing healthcare, we didn't see assisted living. We didn't see anything where if you decided to stay at the villages, you could stay there mm-hmm. the rest mm-hmm. of your lives. Okay. They got it together. But yeah, that in fact, Mr. Schwartz, the man who founded the villages back in 1999, took a, a huge billboard on the main road into the villages saying, before I die, there will be a hospital on this site. And it's a picture of him. You can oh. find it on the internet. Yeah. With a shovel in the ground. That's and so cool. Before he died, they started construction of this oh. hospital. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we've, we've been impressed um, yeah. much better than we thought it would be. Right. Because you went from this amazing yeah, uh, institution with yeah. teaching, teaching yeah. faculty and all that, you know, up, up to date and all that. You have to be concerned about it. that's like us. You know, we're in New York. You can find a specialist for the pinky, middle yeah. side of your pinky. You know? <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. So so the ambulance that arrived took you to the village's hospital. Yeah. Yes. That's where I asked. OK, about. gotcha. They would, gotcha. they would have taken me to Ocala or wherever right. I wanted to go. Right, right. So the ambulance, the ambulance system is part of the city, not the villages? The county. The county. Okay. Um, okay. The villages covers three different counties. Gotcha. And the way things are treated with fire and ambulance are different in Marion County. We live in the Marion County segment. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Sumter County, which is the central section, is very different. And there's Lake County is a little smidgen of the villages too so (laughs) we're just telling you what happened up here in marion county how they handled it okay okay so you were able to secure primary care physicians that you like and you can see them whenever you need i'm happy i mean this guy's a tremendous diagnostician we were referred to him by other patients of his who had a good experience right would you do you want a healthcare story of how the first time we met him yeah so (laughs) we had asked about 10 different people we knew who's your primary care doctor yeah yeah and 
and and several of them mentioned the same man. So mm-hmm. we said, we're trying him. We're okay. going to go there. And the first time I went in, it was one of those get acquainted visits. Mm-hmm. And since we had moved, it was maybe six weeks after moving, I had had this thing on my finger that was, I thought I had a piece of glass stuck in it because something had broken when I was packing things sure, up. And I thought, sure. But it wasn't bad. Meeting the physician's assistant, we're sitting together and she said, she, you know, we're getting things going. And she said, is there anything else today that you're concerned about? And I said, why well, this little thing in my finger? Mm-hmm. And I think it's a piece of glass from when we moved. And she looks at it and she said, I don't know. She said, let me ask the doctor. I mean, it, back in Pittsburgh, it would be, let me tell you about the hand surgeon. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing, right? Uh-huh. Uh, he comes in to the room and he looks at it and he says, how are you with pain? And I said, pretty good. And he said, I'm just going to give you a little thing of lidocaine. I think I can get this out. <laughs> are you kidding me? Oh, that's great. And oh, I love that said, story. Drive through surgery. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little leery. Yeah, yeah. How are you with pain? He, he does his little minor thing. He said, there's no glass in there. He said, I think you picked up a little wart, a little virus. Ah. When you had that cut, he said, here's some medicine. He gives me the medicine. I don't even have to go to a pharmacy. He said, try it for two weeks. If it's not better, come back in. A week later, it's gone. That's nice. Great. That's how I met the doctor. Himself. Oh, I and, love that story. And is is, yeah. is, it, is the doctor in the villages or out somewhere outside? He, he is. He has a private practice. He his office is inside of the villages, oh, and wow. it's affiliated with the villages hospital. And it's 150 yards from the emergency room of the hospital. But he is okay. not like okay. hired by the village, right? So the answer to healthcare is better than we thought it would be. Okay. Very That's good. Great. Very good. Say you want to go somewhere you want to see your kids. Where's the nearest airport? There are two nearby. Uh, the nearest one is probably Orlando. Okay. It may not be the nearest in miles, but it's probably the easiest one to get to. Mm-hmm. And basically all the airlines you're familiar with are there. And then at Sanford Airport, which is due east of the villages, I think that's where Spirit and Frontier and... There's a, Frontier goes out of there, but that's all. It's mm. oh, okay. probably a good choice. Tampa <clears throat> is an hour and a half away. Okay. And Orlando is about an hour away. Yeah, you can you can pick the airport based on what kind of schedule you want. Okay, the prices, so that's pretty yeah. convenient. Yeah. I mean, you know, if, pricing, you, right? if you go yeah. in and out of Orlando, you will be the only one on the plane, probably not wearing a Mickey Mouse T-shirt because all the kids <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. are coming down for that. But right, Sarasota right. and Tampa both have major airports. Oh, wow. So that's not a They're problem. Only about an hour and a half away, aren't they? Two Tampa hours. is Sarasota's two. Yeah, Sarasota's yeah. two. But for international flights and all, I think a lot of people take Orlando. Orlando. It seems yeah. to be Orlando. the more popular yeah, yeah. one. Yeah. What about yeah. you, you talk about kids? Do you see a lot of children around, especially in the summer? We made it a point, for example, when we picked out a church that we wanted to go to. Mm-hmm. We made it a point. We tried churches in the villages and, you know, we missed having the young families around because that yeah, was what yeah, we were yeah. used to. So we found a church outside. In fact, it's just a few minutes um, south of Ocala, halfway between mm-hmm. our house and Ocala. And we see kids every week. Um, <laughs> and then around here in the summertime, they have um, camp villages. This is amazing. So uh, they have all kinds of activities. Uh, last week, I took our grandson to a camp villages event, and we built a little rocket that you. we were taught by a science teacher who 
is one of the administrators at a local school about the design and why you have the design that you do in a rocket. And of course, rockets are pretty interesting around here. Yeah. You can step out in the street on the day of a launch, like tonight at 520. There's a, a launch in 100 miles away, and I'll be able to see it clearly. Is that right? Yeah. That's really so cool. cool. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It, in fact, one of my stories about the uh, group of people, because it's it happens all the time, you'll go out in the street and you'll be looking at the sky and another neighbor will come out and then another neighbor <laughs> will come out and you start talking about all those, the years of the shuttle and the early yeah. astronauts and what yeah. you remember. And then it just rises in the sky, this really <laughs> hot orange flame yeah, yeah. smoke behind it. It's amazing. That is so, a sight. Yeah. It's speaking of the kids. That was a concern for me mm. because how easy would it be for, first of all, we have three children and three grandchildren. How easy is it going to be to get them down there and back? Yeah. How much will we see them? It hasn't been quite as good as I'd hoped. I thought they would be wanting to move in and we see them a few times a year. Our grandson <laughs> was just here for two weeks though. Oh, nice. But in terms of seeing kids, if you, the 15 minutes from our house, there are so many impoverished people living in the Ocala mm. National Forest. A lot of the villagers are ex extremely involved in helping outside of the villages with the immigrant population, with the kids who need tutoring. That's the wonderful. Charter school is amazing. Mm -hmm. The rest of the schools, I don't want to get sued by uh, the outside <laughs> school districts, but the rest of the schools have a lot of problems. I mean, kids kids need, don't have shoes. Yeah. The women wow. in my neighborhood collect shoes for these kids oh. school. Yeah. So washing machines in some of the this, schools. All the schools have washing machines so the kids can do their laundry. Oh, they all have food to take home. But the opportunity, if you miss kids, yeah, to be with kids of any age and to get involved, there are so many chances that... If you're missing kids, there's things for you to do. Okay. Well, that's a okay. great idea. Now, yeah. where are your children that are they too far away? Is that is that why they're unable to be there as often? Oh, they're scattered. We have a daughter in Los Angeles, a son in Baltimore, and another son in Pittsburgh. Hmm. And the Pittsburgh and Baltimore kids have families. And, and they the, get busy. The thing yeah. with the grandkids is Two of them, one of them is going to Fordham next year. Oh, okay. And wow. Them 16. So mm -hmm. those two, they're not at an age where they want to yeah. come and yeah, hang yeah, out yeah. with us. Oh, no, uh, no. They're our 11-year-old grandson would move in if we'd let him. Yeah. <laughs> that would be okay. He, okay. he likes it down here. And the kids are welcomed to the rec centers, to the pools, to uh, they specific have, pools for family yeah, pools. They have uh -huh. family Schools, uh -huh. Kids are welcome. There's a, a lot that's done to encourage. And they have this camp villages from June through August, okay. where every day there are 10 to 15 activities for kids of all ages. They, they teach them kayaking. They run a soccer camp. It's all free. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Very good. You know, I want to go back to something that I know uh, we will regret if we don't cover early on. And that is you move from a state that is very tax friendly to retirees as well, Pennsylvania, for example, right? But Florida, of course, has much more in the way of taxes. Can you talk no, to us no about income state, no income taxes and no estate taxes? Right, no income and no, and estate, no estate, estate taxes. taxes. But what are the real estate taxes like? The real estate taxes are about 30% of what they were in Pittsburgh. Oh, nice. Down oh, here. Wow. 
the tax that we think the cost of living is so much less than mm-hmm. it was. This is a much better, the way you structure, you know, we had to restructure everything when we mm-hmm. moved down here in terms of things have to be put in a trust instead of a will, mm-hmm. you know, up in mm-hmm. Pennsylvania, it's much simpler mm-hmm. Yeah, down yeah. here. There's a whole lot of stuff you have to go through. And, and they don't probate like they do up in Pennsylvania either. Well, they will if all you've got is the will. <laughs> yeah. So if you have if you have the trust, then everything transfers according to that contract. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a lot less expensive. And then the costs of living here are much less, too. I mean, that's why you have so many people who are homeless living in the forest. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you can do that. Yeah. yeah. yeah the weather. Yeah. 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 The weather. Yeah. So in terms of groceries, do you find yourselves... In terms of affordability, do you find yourselves cooking or do you are you able to eat at the restaurant affordably regularly? We cook a lot. Okay. Uh, we particularly like to grill. So we do that. I, I would say we cook four or five meals out of seven. seven. Wow. I'm, I'm sorry, dinners out of seven. Yeah, that's a lot. You know, dining out, I think for the two of us, the average ticket's probably $35 before okay. the tip. Yeah. Depends mm-hmm. how much you drink at dinner, really. Yeah. <laughs> it's all um, that, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But there are people who come down here. There's a woman who goes to the swimming pool and when where I go to do my pool aerobics. And she says, when we came down here, I said, I'm not cooking anymore. And right. she doesn't. That's you. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, what, what she wanted is he can cook or she's eating out. Up, they'll go out. Okay. She's not making dinners. She did that for enough years. <laughs> <laughs> and there's enough of a variety, is there? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to us about that. The restaurant varieties? Yes, mm. yes, yes. Oh, well. Well, you got all those country clubs, which are very affordable, actually, except for the championship course country clubs. Okay. Every chain restaurant you've ever heard of in your life is here <laughs> in the villages somewhere. Oh, and- man. There are the mom and pop places, which are what we like. Yeah. We like the diners. Yeah. We like the mom and pop places. Yeah. We like, yeah. We like the, the, the lady that, you know, four yeah. miles down, her right. husband uh, puts the brisket in every day and she makes the sides. Yeah, that's We like nice. those kind of places. Right. It's, a little, it's different. Yeah. Do you, mm-hmm. do you miss any of the food from Pittsburgh? Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, like do what? What, what do you miss? What do you miss? Well, the, we mi- the Chinese in Oakland. Yeah, we miss the good. Uh, we, we're both from Erie more before right, that. Right. Yeah, we miss the Italian food in Erie. Mm. We, we miss the authentic Chinese and Japanese mm. food. Because the Pittsburgh. students, the, the foreign students come in and they you follow them to the right restaurants, you know. <laughs> yeah, they know. They so know. You yeah. want Ethiopian food in Pittsburgh is outstanding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're not yeah. There's, get there's nothing here, but there're a great French restaurant. Mm. Okay. I mean, they're okay. owned by a couple from Lyon and mm. the food is phenomenal. It's really good. Yeah. Wow. So that's um, nice. So there's lots of opportunity to eat out, but it's if you're looking for unusual or ethnic food, not it's not as good in the villages as it was back in Pittsburgh. Okay. But that's okay. big Pittsburgh, you, you know, in New York. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. If you leave. <laughs> you're not yeah. going to find that kind of food anywhere. There are Cuban restaurants here too that are yeah. really good. good. Oh yeah, those food. are probably good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's probably more like the American fare, right? You can find anything the there in the, for the most part, because that's what I envision for for large places like that. 
Mm-hmm. All right. I, mm-hmm. I have a question for Jack. He wrote this book called The Roundabout Way, Stories from the Villages, and it's a bunch of short stories. And did you get the ideas from some characters you met in the villages? What gave you the idea to write this book? You shouldn't say characters, Gene. People? <laughs> come, oh, on. come on. Come on. I'm sure there are characters there. <laughs> yeah. Um, there are stories that I've heard that I kind of uh, purposed for the for the book. I'll give you an idea. There was uh, of, of one of them. One of my neighbors said he used to belong to a group of guys who would just goof off and write letters just designed to, you know, cause trouble. They would write letters to the governor, for example. One of the one of the letters that they wrote, they said, um, you know, dear, dear Governor DeSantis, we understand that you're thinking of changing the uh, daylight savings time. And we think that would be a really good idea if we had daylight savings time all year round. So we endorse that completely. (laughs) Could you also shorten the hurricane season? (laughs) Because it goes on way too long. Yeah, really? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, when I heard that story, I said, okay, I've got to invent a couple that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one day I was sitting at the swimming pool between two people who were from not my street or not my little neighborhood. And they were yakking back and forth about the power outage the night before. The one woman said, I couldn't get on my computer or my phone until nine o'clock when the power came back. What did you do? And the woman on the other side of my lounge chair said, we couldn't move. We were in our recliners. Oh, my God. That's great. That's a good one. They're, they were trapped. <laughs> Things you don't is, think about. We just, she said we had to wait. This is why you should do sit-ups, you know? Yeah. Keep those stomach muscles firmed up. You never know when the power could go out. Not that is so funny. Oh, my God. God. This is so funny. So, wait, did you take that and make that into a story for your book? No. He did. Yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah, those are, those are two stories from the book. And the then there are some that, yeah. you know, there are some that are just made up out of, you know, whole cloth. There's a, a story. Um, one of my favorites is a story about a uh, a lady who is out gardening one day and a bear comes and sits down beside her. She ha- interacts with the bear and then the bear comes back. And it's a whole story about the relationship that she <laughs> develops with this bear. And that story came from a friend of mine who was hiking on one of the trails here. And on two different occasions, a bear followed her. Probably because the bear probably thought had been fed by somebody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And so it wasn't aggressive. It was just thinking, oh, there's food. Somebody is <laughs> a human being. They always feed us. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Follow that. Like, yeah. That's a, <laughs> that generated the, the idea about lunch with a bear. All right. So I have to ask the both of you, since you've lived there now for a period of time, what have you enjoyed about the villages? And do you at all feel that maybe there's another place that you'd be interested in, or do you have everything you need? I know it's like a four parter. (laughs) We spend a lot of time saying, do you know how lucky we are? Mm -hmm. You know, I don't, we don't ever say we made a mistake. I think we're grateful for that. We found it. And Mm -hmm. I also think that what Harold Schwartz did is a sort of a miracle. That I mean, this has only happened one time in one place. Says that everything came together just the way it should to make this opportunity f- uh, available for people retirement age. I really haven't met anybody who doesn't like living here. 
Yeah. Uh, the only time you see people leave, or some there's a lady who moved back to Poughkeepsie because she wanted to be closer to her family. After her husband she, passed away. Yeah, yeah. she uh, was widowed, and, and so she was ready to leave. You know, the, yeah, you do have everything you need here, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. okay. And you're lucky you bought one you did. Yeah. 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 That's very lucky. So what are your favorite activities there, each of you? I like learning. I did a great books discussion course where we read an amazing amount of chunks of classic literature that I never would have picked up. Nice. And then we got together, 14 of us, one night a week and oh. discussed it because we would never yeah. have yeah. read that and understood it on our own, probably. <laughs> and I was a college teacher. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that those kind of op- learning opportunities are great. Mm-hmm. I think the, the thing I love is volunteering. I work at this little library. Another thing Mr. Schwartz did was when he, the villages started, the men said, we'd like a pool hall. So he built this recreation hall, which has now become huge over there in the historic district and for the guys to play pool. And the women said, we'd like a library. And he said, here's 50 bucks, go buy some books and I'll give you this <laughs> thing to build a library. And this library is a free library with nothing but donated books. It, oh. There are four official libraries and county libraries in the villages and they're very slick yeah but this little library is kind of amazing it's still got cards it's still oh. got little tags oh my goodness i know it's, it's kind of it's it's like back in the days when the bookmobile came to your house yeah. in the summer kind of a place yeah, well, <laughs> and we get people in there And that is one of the sweetest places to be. We get a lot of people who've been coming there since they bought their house in the villages in the late 80s. Wow. And they come there every week. And it's beautiful. It it really is beautiful. You know? Yeah. 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 I I love libraries. I like volunteering and I like learning the very best. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't know what Jack thinks. Yeah. I like my um, writing critique group. They're bunch of people who have published books and they're they're really good writers mm-hmm. and if they don't like what you wrote they let you have it and tell you why and oh i like that it yeah. is it's it's great very and, honest um, yeah so I, I really i enjoy that and and it's more than just a one day that we meet because we have to write during the week oh right then we submit it on tuesday everybody in fact i sent mine out today everybody looks at it you know we meet on tuesday then send it out within a day or two mm-hmm. so that they can review it once you get it back and when you show up to read again on the next tuesday you've already had one review mm-hmm. when you read uh, changes to them on tuesday you hand out copies and they mark those up so oh. within one week they get two bites at the apple wow wow that's great feedback so, yeah yeah it's really almost it's, yeah it's a great yeah. system so i like that a lot mm-hmm. and then um I, I really like outdoor activities. I belong to a boat club. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. So Pam and I go out whenever we want. Uh, there's a monthly fee. Like if you belong to a country club, you'd pay a monthly fee. Mm-hmm. Not not here in the villages, but right. up north. So we pay, uh, you know, it's about a car payment, maybe 250 275 a month. Mm-hmm. But I can go to, I could go to Long Island. There, The club has a, a marina there. Oh, and wow. I could sail right on over, go around the Statue of Liberty when we visited our daughter in Los Angeles, I took a boat out of the harbor, the port of Los Angeles, while she did a sailing race and wow. we watched her from the boat. Wow. So this is, a, this is a great club. And down here in Florida, they have about 800 boats 
in the system. And wow. I can go to almost any port and take out and just call and say, I'm coming and there's my boat. And all I wow. pay for is gas. That's great. Wow. So the $250 is covered, covers the whole thing. It, that, no dock fees, no insurance. Wow. Uh, if I bust the propeller, I pay for it. If I rip the bimini, I pay yeah. for it. <laughs> right. But that's it. You know? Yeah. 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 That's oh, that great. is nice. That's very yeah. nice. It really and, is. So I like to fish and, and we like to sail around. There are plenty of lakes down here. There's several mm-hmm. hundred lakes, but there, yeah. there are a few in particular that uh, have marinas that I can go to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, from the documentary that we watched, it seemed to portray, I guess, very social, very crowded events. So, you know, that kind of stuck in our heads. And and then, of course, it showed some feature stories of other people. But when you go down there, do you feel pressured to join anything or do you just live life the way you used to, right? Except you um, do things. Yeah. I mean, the only pressure we felt is if, if the neighbors were so welcoming and we're having a potluck, would you like to come? <laughs> and I'm sure if, if we'd said no, we wouldn't have been invited the next time. But right. you know, that at the beginning, otherwise, the, if that whole... If, I've been very disappointed in some of the portrayals of the villages as Mm -hmm. this. It's this wild, crazy, single sex life. Yeah. It's it's everybody's going nuts and getting drunk and they're all, it's not like that. Okay. That's so important. That's so important, you know, because, because you also find on social media, all the STDs and, and all these things. Oh yeah. That was, that's horrible. Even when I guess said, Oh, when I guess from other parts of Florida said, Oh, they they have the most STDs per capita, and it, it turns out it's not true. It's, it's, uh, yes. it isn't, it's, it's just an urban legend because I looked it up and I said, "Oh, we, Gil, we got to edit this out because this isn't true <laughs> yeah. about yeah. the villages." It, yeah. it, it it just got it got legs yeah. because it's, it's kind of funny. You know? It's funny, yeah, 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 yeah. of course. And, and they, the the whole concept of a fifty five plus community that's wild and swinging and crazy, <laughs> yeah, and. I'm not saying there aren't wild, swinging, crazy people <laughs> here, sure. but we don't know them and we haven't seen them. Mm. Right, right. Okay. I have just one or two. There are so many. What, what was it that Jean said? There were 200 pickleball courts. Is pickleball like the main activity these days? Because we we haven't. Jean got me a set for my birthday. Oh. And, you know, <laughs> a lot of people up here still haven't really heard about it, although it's widespread, I think, throughout Florida. There are some courts here. There there are some courts here. But is that as popular as, um, you know, have you guys noticed that? Well, well, golf is number one. Yeah. Golf is number one. Okay. Okay. Pickleball is is very popular. And when you move here, they do a big orientation at the beginning where you can go and meet all of the community organizations and sign up for things. And then they publish every week a list of activities, the quiet activities, and then the recreational activities. And they tell you what's where and at what time. And there's pickleball, a lot of it. And there are a lot of people who play it. So I I think it's popular. I wouldn't Mm -hmm. say it's the main activity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The the main activity may be dancing. Oh. Because Uh there are three little communities in the villages where there's Mm -hmm. a town square and retail around the town square. Mm -hmm. Each town square on every night of the year, except Christmas, right? That's one night. There's one night of the year they don't do it. They have a band. (laughs) Okay. Oh, wow. 
you don't even okay. have to live in the villages. You just show up and you can dance and the bands are really good. The ba- because of Orlando and Disney and Universal, sure. there's a lot of entertainers looking to fill in their schedule. Oh, right. And, and yeah. then there's also several jazz clubs. There are a wow. ton of musical performances mm-hmm. going on all the time. They bring in top-notch entertainers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And twice a year, they have polo. Oh, <laughs> it runs yeah. for eight weeks. Okay. Wow. There's a, okay. That's there's cool. A, a yes. huge polo facility because Marion County is the horse. Horse. Yeah. Right. County. You probably learned that when you yeah, were talking we heard about, about Marion. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 So I think it's, it's something that's easier than tennis for older right. people. Yeah. And um, uh, it's, it's, I don't know. It's pretty rough. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there are these leagues in Manhattan. There, there are these really competitive leagues. They frankly intimidate me. So, yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. There's, but you know, every uh, three days a week, I don't play golf. I don't go to. I don't play pickleball. Mm -hmm. I'm not much into competitive sports. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I have an amazing yoga class on Mondays, and I have a low impact aerobics class. This is all free on yeah, Tuesday yeah. and Thursday. Right. And then there's water aerobics all the time. Oh, I so love water aerobics. Yeah, that's nice. It, it's really nice. Yeah, yeah. All free. Okay. All right. Very cool. We like that word free. Right? <laughs> we yes, do we at do. this point in our lives, especially. Okay. Have we left anything out you'd like to talk about? I just wanted to say that there's a very strong American spirit here. And there's a lot of respect, I think, because of how Mr. Schwartz set it up for ex-military people. They have an entire rec center that is devoted to it's like a museum that houses all kinds of memorabilia from people who've served in the military. Mm -hmm. And people don't talk about that much with the villages. But that was an initial concept. And it carries on to this day. They have a veterans park. The World War II veterans are accorded mm. such respect here. The world's largest American legion is in the villages. It has oh, 7,000 wow. members. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, I, I know, that. know that. I read that they have a lot of stuff for veterans there. I did yeah. read and, that. And, yeah. Great. And do, Great. And and I think, you know, there's there were a lot of guys who fought in Vietnam who end up retiring here and they finally get kind of the respect they didn't get mm. when they came home from being drafted. Yeah, that's great. Yes. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah, it wasn't their fault, yeah. Yeah, that's wonderful. Jack, what do you have to say? Any words of wisdom? Well, I think she's right about that. that. That's an important point to make. I wasn't initially in favor of the villages. When we made our visit, what they call the lifestyle visit, where we explored and, and finally, I liked it. I thought, you know, this is this is okay. I, I kind of wanted to be near the coast, mm-hmm. either coast. But uh, we're so close to the coast. I mean, yeah. I mean, what's it? A, a one-hour drive. We just almost take that long to get to work when we were. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I know. That's not a big deal. Yeah. And uh, I am really glad that we did what we did. This is a great place. Yeah. I mean, I've got neighbors, phenomenal people that we've met, and you have no idea what these people did. You know how, whether they're rich or or not, or mm-hmm. whether they're highly educated or not. And then when you find out what they did. It blows your mind what some of these people, the careers that they. Yeah. Interesting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the same with doing our show. We always were so 
Yeah, we're grateful. We've met some really interesting yeah, yeah, people, yeah, and interesting. we would have never done that without yeah. the show. So, well, okay, come down to the villages, and we'll uh, we'll, we'll show you around. around and- okay. All right, all right. Yeah. We want that lifestyle visit. Yeah, and you guys made Mr. Schwartz proud. So, oh, thanks. Thank you. Thank it's you. so nice to meet you guys. Thank you, thank you so much. We really appreciate. We'll look forward it. to hearing this. Yes, oh, you will let absolutely. You know when it's on. Yes. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. So Bye. Much. Bye. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you know someone who's relocated for retirement and wishes to share their story with us, please reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Our email address is gg at retirethere.com. Our website is retirethere.com. And you may follow us on Twitter at retirethere underscore. Now, if you've liked our show, please subscribe and rate it in Apple Podcasts. In the meantime, be well. Be well.